like the Afterplot there's Studio. No like there's no the place like studio. the Afterplot there's... Studio. Oh, we're back. Oh, it worked. Wow. I was actually really unsure that that was going to work this time. These uh, these shoes are something else, man. Yeah, I mean, I, Whew. I, uh, I, you know, they they told me they were magic, but again, wait, you know, hang on, the... are we recording? Oh shit, we are. They put us right we back. We need to. We need to. Uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, uh, we seem to have popped back into the studio mid-session. Um, we need to get this out. I mean, I mean, like everything that just happened, we need to. We can't let a second yeah, go by. No, I, but I, I need a. I, I need a minute here. Uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, my co-host Brian and I, we're gonna. It's Nolan. We're gonna we're gonna take a little break. Um, well, should you just like roll the intro and come back? Yeah, yeah, just yeah, get them get them suited up so that we can uh, we can tell them about this wild ride that we just got done with. All right. Good uh, evening, good afternoon, good day, whatever the case may be, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, everybody else in our listening audience, welcome to After the Plot, where we tell you the answers to the stories that you didn't know you didn't know. I am your host, Good Job Lacey. And I am your co-host, Nolan Lacey. Uh, and as you saw, we uh, had a bit, of a, a bit of a start getting started today. Uh, it, it was quite a, it's been quite an adventure the past couple of days, wouldn't you say? Oh my god, I... I... Thought we were going to discover the the secret of the dwarves. I, I truly thought that we were going to get to our destination and we were going to learn something. Archaeologists have been studying for centuries. So let's, let's, let's pause and back up for a second just to bring everybody up to speed. Um, as you know, on our show, we always try to investigate the, the stories that happen, as the title says, after the plot. Um, and, 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 and Skyrim has been on our mind for a while now, uh, the production team has been discussing it. Um, I know you and I are very familiar with uh, Skyrim and some of the other some of the other lands, uh, you know, Morrowind and. We have we have a couple of relatives in Cyrodiil, and they're always talking about their winter home in Skyrim. So it's a it's a very desirable place to go. So so what happened was, you know, in doing some research for our next episode, we we came across the mystery of the disappearance of the dwarves. You know, some of you may be familiar with that, but in Skyrim and really in in Vardenfell in general, there's a lot of evidence of dwarves, dwarven ruins, dwarven armor, the machinery, the dwarven machinery all over the place. But but there's no dwarves, and as far back as we can tell, like there there have not been dwarves for a couple ages. So you know, we took it upon ourselves that this next episode we were gonna take off to Skyrim and 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 find out what what happened to the dwarves. Fortunately, we had we, we had a contact in Skyrim from from our from our Oz episode when we visited Munchkinland. Um, I don't know if you remember. Had. We, we had a contact. Well, yeah, our, our buddy Kim Glam. Mm, Kim Glam. One of, the, one of the munchkins. He ended up moving to Skyrim after things went awry in, in Oz and Munchkinland. And so... Yeah, he, was, um, he, was, 
he was doing good for himself there too you know all the the hardships that he had in oz it was he was making a name for himself and you know he just he got caught up in our story again it's it's leonard it's okay it's okay it's it's nolan it's okay it's okay. Anyway, so what else What else should we tell the people? We, we did some research. We looked online. A lot of the dwarven ruins in Skyrim are buried underground. They're, they're, they're very hard to come by. Um, so we knew that this, this adventure would require a lot of... Um, uh, excavation is not the right word, but, you know, spelunking, adventuring. I know we watched a lot of Indiana Jones movies to kind of get up to speed on, uh, you know, how to go about this type of... Of research, well, you know his his research into um, um, old traps is really just invaluable when you're looking into a place like Skyrim and having to to do archaeological research. So when we we got there, we discovered that the access to a lot of these dwarven ruins is really what they are now uh, is actually extremely easy. You just have to find the right elevator. Right. It's all about finding the right elevator. And you know, once once you're down there, watch out for the the traps. Wait, what? Why are you guys bleeping me? I can say I can say traps, right? Uh, yeah. well, this is, it, this is the podcast, right? It, well, yeah, it's a podcast. Yeah, I, mean, I can you say can it. say whatever you want. All right, booby but, traps. All right. Oh man. Anyway, the 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 traps that were left for us in a booby like fashion. They gave us some fits while we were doing our our preliminary searches. Uh, but we actually found a, a fairly helpful guide when we got to the Blackreach to to show us around. So yeah, we um, we you know we we, we booked a flight. Um, we set out kind of a loose a, a loose agenda or a loose itinerary for for our trip because you know we, we don't really we never know what we're gonna find and it's good to kind of leave the travel plans a little loose. You know the speaking of the flight, it seems like every time we find a story. We have to get a, a flight into a place where planes are just not the best mode of travel. You know, it's flying true. into Skyrim was another, you know, it, it was no swarm of flying monkeys. No. But having a dragon come up and just clip your wings, that's not fun either. Yeah, fortunately we got in safe. I, you know, I wonder if, you know, we really ought to look into like another mode of transportation. It would be... So much nicer to not have to worry about, you know, bailing out of a plane every time we go somewhere. Yeah, but we are getting pretty good at it. We are. We are. I mean, it's a good skill to have. It's not one you want to use every time you go on a vacation. No, no. Kind of like flossing. Yeah. That is only good on vacations. So should we get into it, or is there anything else you want to go over? I think we need to, I think we need to bring the people the story. All right, so um, we'll, we'll, we'll begin our tale. We will pick up... Uh, a few days ago when we arrive in the Nordic land of Skyrim. After passing through customs in New Helgen, we arrived in Whiterun by late afternoon and headed to our first meeting spot, the Bannered Mare. Our task was to meet somebody who went by the name of The Dragonborn. He would be our contact in Skyrim while we solved the mystery of the dwarves, a nearly impossible task which had been attempted by many others. That's why we were going to meet The Dragonborn. 
He later told us his real name was Steve. He had reportedly been running around Skyrim for longer than any reasonable person should, and supposedly knew all the tips, tricks, and trivia of the land, which would surely be helpful in our assignment. But unfortunately, he was late. So we're sitting here by the fire at the uh, Bannered Mare in Whiterun. Um, looking around, it's, it's pretty comfy. Um, it's not too crowded. I've got some uh, hunting brew mead here, and uh, Ricardo's here next to me, and it looks like he's it's, got um, it's Nolan. It's, it's Nolan. some Idar fondue. Um, and things are a little quiet, but here, hang on. It's it's looking a little tense right now. There's, I don't want to I don't want to talk too loudly. There's like a sketchy looking. I think he's a Breton, um, bald head, hair on the back, short guy, kind of white. He uh, he tried to sell me some skooma when I went back to the restroom. I, I think he's like just just sitting here dealing skooma. Um, the bartender like I think she's on to him. She's giving him the evil eye every time. She's over there, um, and we're kind of nervous about what's going to happen here. So, uh, if you're looking at the same place on the map as I am, mm -hmm. there's there's a lot of these little... Uh, uh, Draugr tombs? Draugr tombs? What are those? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Okay. But if if we cut through these two, it looks like we can access Blackreach. Yeah. Um, from this side, oh, okay. this this road. Uh, but if we go west, uh, it looks like it's a little bit easier. Yeah. Our terrain. hero, our hero claims a warrior's heart. Uh, ma'am. Excuse me. I tell you, I tell you, the dragonborn comes. Excuse me, can you can you sing somewhere With else, please? Ma'am. Power of the ancient Nord art. Hello, ma'am. Believe, ma believe, the dragonborn comes. Yeah! Oh, what the? What's going on here, man? Ciao! Guess who, assholes? Oh, God. What? Is he back? He's, that guy again? He's, he's when he's back. A huge warrior in black armor, holding a massive broadsword and carrying an immense bag over one shoulder, stood in the doorway. Whoever this guy was, he quickly killed the mood in the bannered mare. That's right. Good, Hide the apples. He always takes you. them. Good to see Good you. How you doing? All right. That's new. The guy scanned the room, saw us sitting by the fire, and came over. It was our contact, all right. The dragonborn. As he ran over, we could clearly see two ice spears sticking out of his left thigh, although it didn't seem to bother him. Hey, guys! Dragonborn! Me, I'm, I'm the dra- You must be the after the plot guys, right? I'm supposed to meet you here? We both looked at each other in horror as the injured man came over and sat down right. with us. Okay, sorry, that's Simultaneously, uh, I also noticed that the small triangles oh, above our heads oh, suddenly disappeared. What, what are you guys looking at? What's... what's wrong? Is there something on my face? Is it my abating armor? Look, I know this thing is kind of beat up, but like, look, it's gotten me through so many close calls. I can tell you a story about every fucking dent and piercing in here. I am trying to make something better at some point. I just... I, I need some more bones, you know? Know what I mean? This guy gets it. 
Anyway, sorry for being late. I was on a call with my lawyer. Do not even get me started on that nonsense. We didn't, but he got started nonetheless. Shuffling to sit down with us, as the ice spears protruding from his leg knocked over Randy's flagon of mead. You know what? My, my therapist said I need to be more open about my feelings, so let, let me get started. So this guy, Shiagorath, is suing uh, me for completing more than one Daedric quest. So completion of the quest guarantees indemnity of the soul by said Daedric Prince. Dragonborn explained that Shiagarth was sour because the price for possession of a Daedric weapon is supposedly complete ownership over said soul at any given time. And the Dragonborn had just completed his quest to receive his weapon, the Wabajack. However, at the time, the Dragonborn was also in possession of the Sanguine Rose, another Daedric artifact. Shiogarth claimed that he should get the Wabajack back because the Dragonborn's soul was already under contract at the completion of his quest. But, but no, no, no really, really man. man, this, this thing, thing is, is badass. Bad. Like, watch, watch this, watch this. You see that dog over there? Yeah. Yeah? What about him? Apricotania. What? Oh my god. Change it back, change it back to a dog. How did you do that? Everybody knows one dog is 30 chickens. Come on. That was the Wabajack? That's, it's, it's the Wabajack. I, I have no idea how to fix this. Yeah, I'm not allowed in solitude anymore. We got his attention back to the task at hand, and asked him if he could really help us find out what happened to the dwarves. Could he get us to the Blackreach? Oh yeah, sure, we can definitely do that. Uh, I was on my way up to Winterhold, got some official college business to attend to. I'm the dean, don't know if you know that, kind of a big deal. Uh, the road to Winterhold goes right by lift at Aftlan. Although I've not been to that location yet, you, I usually go to Blackreach through the Tower of Umzark, right near my buddy Gregor's place at Hiliarkin Hall. You know what? Just just meet me in the lower plaza tomorrow morning, and I'll take you with me. But but right now I need to go see an Argonian about this thing. The Dragonborn plopped an evil-looking dagger down on the barrel. Pretty fucking sweet. By the red text above it. We could clearly see that it was stolen. Pretty sure it's cursed. Pretty, pretty awesome though, right? A furtive glance between us communicated our trepidation about setting off with a potentially nefarious character. Before we could touch the dagger though, two guards entered, swords drawn. Don't, don't worry about- oh shit, I'm not here. Had they come for our guide's stolen merchandise? Was this the end of the line for the dragonborn? I turned my head back towards him, but there was no one there. Only the faint sulfuric smell of hard-boiled Charis eggs lingered in the air. The guards walked over to Hulda, who pointed them towards the shadowy Breton in the back. They quickly arrested him. It's all over, lawbreaker. Your spree is at an end. I'll take any... The ordeal was over within moments, the patrons returning back to their activities, as if nothing had happened. Suddenly, the dragonborn appeared right where he disappeared from. Woo! That was a close one. He was holding an empty bottle in one hand. He tossed it over his shoulder. Hey! That's a cool trick, right? <laughs> they say winners don't do drugs. He got up and scooted out to leave, the ice spears once again knocking over Randy's drink. Uh, so just let me squeeze by you real... Alright. Okay, sorry, that's on me. Oh, my bad. Oh, okay, sorry. Wow, that guy is, uh... Pretty interesting. 
he he is a thing. Our hero, our hero claims a warrior's heart. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go get the check. I I think that would be good. I tell you, I tell you the dragonborn comes. <laughs> The next morning, we met in the central square of the Plain District. People sold their wares, and distantly we could hear a zealot follower of Talos preaching at his shrine. For you, red For I love From where we stood, the air held thick smells of freshly baked bread, fish right out of the river, and even exotic flowers and spices. But something struck us as odd. Uh, yeah, hi, um, um, uh... Hello? Uh, can can I get one of these iced buns and uh, whatever you have to drink? I have food for the hungry and drink for the thirsty. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna grab a bun and it looks like a cider and I'm gonna leave the gold here for you. Guards, thief! Whoa, 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 whoa! No, there's I left. There's money on the table, and you're not moving. Uh, you're not even looking at me. So. I'm gonna go. What are you hunting? hunting? Never mind. I don't want to know. Uh, you, uh, you, you have a good day. Goodbye. They all just kind of stood there, staring off into oblivion. Wait, what do you, what do you mean? I can't say oblivion. I, I mean, like, yeah, no, I get that it's not a great. I have to change it. Okay, just, just keep. Okay. Staring off into nothingness. As we sat, sharing our newly purchased bun and cider, the dragonborn showed up, again late. This time, though, he was carrying an enormous sack, much more full than the previous night. He was walking very slowly down the center of the street, bumping into everyone as he moved, ice spears still sticking out of his leg. Okay, sorry. Hey, do you need some help with that? No! <clears throat> no, no, thanks, I got it. No. You know, it would just take me too long to give you each little beat. Just hang on, hang on. There'll only be a second. I rent a room, a room in town. I keep all my shit there. I just, I put it in a chest. Above my daughter's bed? It's on a shelf? It's like... It's like a one by two? It's just a pain. You know, getting, getting from point A to B. You know? I was gonna pop in and see Bellathor. Just give me a second. Just, just give me like a second. Does he... Does he need help? Just give me a second here. I, 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 I can get it. He's still moving. He's going so slow. He's almost there. He's so slow. Don't fucking touch me! Reach in the door. Everything's for sale, my friend. Everything. My 
As we watched the community of mannequin vendors, a guard approached us, making sure the two foreigners weren't up to trouble. I used to be an investigative journalist like you. Oh yeah? But then I took an arrow to the knee. Oh. That's, that's and, too bad. Yeah. And the hours cost me my marriage. Hmm. Oh god. Luckily for us, the Dragonborn came out of Bellator's general goods, having traded a great mound of supplies for a few gold coins. Treasures my ass. What's that, guys? Just gonna pop an Arcadius Cauldron. Oh, oh, okay. All right. What's he getting? What? I don't know. What's Arcadius Cauldron? I have no idea. Who's Pelothor? You two stay out of trouble. I'm going to be keeping my eye on you. Here you go, guys. Probably gonna need these at some point. Oh, thanks. Cool, cool, cool. We decided the White Run Stables was our next destination and headed in that direction. The Dragonborn said renting a cart would be the fastest way, considering none of us had fast traveled to the Alfland Lift. We weren't quite sure what that meant, but nonetheless, we appreciated the sentiment. However, as we arrived at the oh, stable, shit. It's the Lewis. The, the who? Lewis Latrush. But there's like five of them, and they never leave the damn stable. I just, just keep walking. Don't make eye contact. Just, just. Okay. Go, go for the horse made of shadows and the cart it's pulling. Need All something? right, look. Good morning. Hey guys. No, I'm good. I'm good. You I don't. I don't need anything. Good yes. Morning. No. I'm. I'm good need morning. Something? Yes. No. I. I don't need anything. Good morning. I'm just getting my need horse. Something? I'm just. I don't. Need something? Good I don't need. I need you to shut the good fuck morning. up. I will kill. Off, you know what? Off, quick save. After we had navigated our way through the stream of Lewis's, we proceeded to the horse-drawn cart. The ice spears, seemingly unable to melt, still protruding from the dragonborn's legs, made sitting next to him near impossible. So we both traveled in the back of the cart. The wagon slowly slogged through the rough cobblestones as we left the hold of Whiterun. We left Whiterun, heading north, towards the White Shore. Setting off on the first leg of our journey, the weather was comfortable and warm. Uh, a warm breeze met us as we passed the Chill Furrow and Battleborn Farms. But once we passed the White Watch Tower, the temperature began to drop, and I broke out some hand warmers I bought back during our assignment in Goron City. The Dragonborn was passing the time recanting tales of his adventures and deeds throughout the land. So yeah, I might have double-crossed this guy, but like, uh, I, I mean, you know, it's worth a good story. It's it's pretty great. I So I woke up in a temple of uh, Diabella, and I apparently had gone out partying with this dude, Sam. Oh, was he a, and, was uh, he a toucan? By, by chance? A toucan. No, 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 no. No, it wasn't a, a two. Why is that his trigger word? What? Nothing. You know what? I don't want to know. I don't want to know that story. But in, anyway, priestess uh, at this at this temple said I I ran off muttering about Rorikstead, and I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do in Rorikstead? I don't ever go to Rorikstead. Turns out I did, and I got yelled at by this guy named Enos. And uh, he was this angry little red guard guy that's not racist. One of my best friends is a red guard. And um, he said I stole his goat, Glita. And I, I ran off 
to find this giant grok and to re-steal the goat, which, oh my god, that was difficult, and I had to return the goat. Weirdest part was the goat, I had apparently proposed to it and married it, a ring around its hoof. Anyway, long story short, I end up in Witchmas Grove, talking to this hag raven about some wedding party organized in Morvenscar, and I'm... I got this, this this guy, uh, this guy's sanguine staff. Wow. It's pretty cool. Watch this. With that, the dragonborn drew out a dark staff with a blood red rose carved into the top and summoned a Dramora in full Daedric Pew. armor. The challenger is near. Who immediately challenged the nearest enemy, a chicken on the top of the hill. By destroying you! Are you prepared for your Turning through me, owners, heroes of Skyrim. Heroes of Skyrim. Today we honor you, Mr. Cross Kingdom Courier Guy. Mr. Cross Kingdom Courier Guy! To ask a man to wander the mountains, forests, and forsworn infested ruins of the frigid north would be a tall order made even taller by the fact that no one ever pays you. When asked how much they owe you, you always tell them to just tell their friends about you and what you do. And they do. Come rain or heat or blackest night, not even Hrothgar's freezing bite, no foe will stop your letter's flight, even if the recipient is in a dragon fight. Well, I'ma let you fools row finish. So when you've caught your breath after chasing a client from Markarth to Solitude, pop open a bottle of hunting brew mead. You've earned it. Mr. Cross Kingdom Courier Guy! Hunting brew meadery, white one of Skyrim. Please drink responsibly. All right, everybody, welcome back to After the Plot, where we tell you the stories you didn't know you didn't know. I'm your uh, co-host, Good Job Lacey. And I am your host, Nolan Lacey. I think you say your other co-host. Your your co-co-host, Nolan Lacey. So if you're just joining us, we are recounting our quest to discover, uh, uh, uncover the mystery of the disappearance of the dwarves in the Nordic land of Skyrim. The first part of our tale kind of got us up to speed with uh, you know the lands we um, we met our our contact the dragonborn and and you know what 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 was your opinion of this guy initially uh, you know I thought he was kind of the swashbuckling type mm-hmm. I, I figured that he you know probably had some rough and tumble times and he was trying to turn it around and and really become you know almost like a tour guide for Skyrim it it, it seemed like that's how he was selling himself yeah. when we first contacted him very knowledgeable uh, yeah he, he you know he knew everything and i can't i can't put my finger on it but it just seems like the whole time we were 
working with this guy, he just, he just seemed familiar, like I'd met him before. Did you yeah, get that feeling? I did too. It was really weird. It was weird. Um, it, it's, it's almost like, uh, not deja vu, but uh, like a doppelganger. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. It's like we've met him before, but yeah, I can't put my finger on it. It's weird. It's weird. Anyway, so just a quick recap of the first part of our story. We, we got in touch with our contact, and, uh, you know, he, he really laid the, the plan down. Like, we had a good idea of what we, what we needed to do in Skyrim, but I don't know about you, but I didn't really have an idea of, like, how we were going to do it. And he really kind of got us off on the right foot. I didn't quest. even, yeah, I didn't even speak most of the languages that I needed to to really have a base understanding of the map until we talked to him. Yeah. Yeah. So it, he was he was very helpful initially. Yeah. I, I would say as we get towards our return. Well, we'll, we'll is, get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, just let's mention the people of Whiterun. Real friendly people. Uh, the Bannered Mayor. Our first night there, we had a great time. The next morning, though, it's I don't know. I don't know what to say. People, it was not like your average market. They seemed a little stiff. They did. Um, I, you know, not a lot of small was, talk. No, almost no talk at all. In fact, I was trying to buy us some, some breakfast, just getting some coffee. Yeah, you nearly One, got arrested. Yeah, I near, I, I almost did. The, the guard, a guard. You know, I, I, I hate to sound like I'm uncultured, but every guard that I spoke to, I'm pretty sure was related or the same guy. Well, I, I, I mean, I mean, maybe. You know, that just might be a cultural thing. I I, I hope so. Yeah. I hope that's not insensitive of me. Anyways, their lattes, terrible. So I, I got some cider, and yeah, a guard came up and confronted me and was telling me I had stolen something, that I had left money in front of this unmoving vendor. Again, I think it boils down to a cultural difference, which, yeah. you know, throughout the months of our investigation, it's it's really opened my eyes to... The, you know, the different cultures and ways of life that I hadn't really been aware of or hadn't even thought about. Do you th- do you think that they worked on the silent trade and that we were just being really rude by, like, oh. trying to talk to them and barter? Like, you know what? I never thought of that. Oh, man. Yikes. We got to write some apology letters. Yeah, a postcard or something. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, right before we went to a commercial, I think uh, the last bit that we explained was the Sanguine Rose. Yes. Pretty cool. I don't know about these magic weapons, man. We, we've got to get some. No, no. no. Like we're we're hurting animals and we're summoning demons. Like I don't. So what do you mean summoning? The the Dramora, the big angry guy. Nah, I thought he just showed up whenever he wanted to. Yeah, because he was being summoned. Nah, he was just a nice guy. Nice guy. You saw him kill like eight dozen people. I mean. You know. Okay, yeah, no, I mean, okay, we did too. Cultural, I, cultural difference. Yes, yeah, but yeah. no, he was a demon. He was an actual demon. Uh, I mean, I don't want to split hairs with you here, but oh. anyway, should, should we should we get back into the story? Sure, sure, right, yeah, so let's... Let's dive back into our, uh, our conclusion of part one of our investigation into the disappearance of the dwarves. As we continued our journey, we eventually turned east into the frozen foothills. 
Our journey was taking us further into the wilderness than we had ever gone. I mean, when we were in Hyrule, you can run across Hyrule Field in just a couple of minutes. Seriously, there's not a lot of wilderness in the wilderness. Anyway, we rounded a bend and saw a giant encampment. I, I mean, a giant encampment. They sat around an enormous bonfire using entire tree trunks as logs. Three huge, human-looking creatures that wore all leather and were a quiet shade of gray. Each of them was easily 20 feet tall. Alright, you guys hide here. These guys are a little skittish around journalists. We remained hunkered down in that cart, trying to stay out of sight as best as possible. The minutes crawled by as we nervously waited. Eventually, though, we heard the dragonborn walking back to the buggy. Alright. Taken care of. Rush is something. He was holding three giant to-go flagons crafted out of the tree bark, each containing a pale, frozen treat. The dragonborn dug in as we hesitantly tasted. It resembled a thick, soft ice cream, or perhaps a gelato. I asked what it was. It's mammoth cheese. It's really good. My stomach turned, but I looked over to see Good Job greedily devouring his either having not heard the Dragonborn or not Man, caring. this stuff is, like, really great. I haven't had anything this good since we were in that Ukrainian place. Do you remember in the Upper East End of Manhattan when we were there the other day? I tell you what, I feel like a million bucks right now. Hey, uh, Dragonborn, you want to think, like, maybe I could pull the cart for a little while, you know? I feel great. We could just give the horse a rest or something, you know what I mean? Like, let's go. Let's the Dragonborn this. shot me a furtive glance and nodded to good job. <laughs> this, this is your first time on the cheese, isn't it, good job? Cheese? Oh, I tell you, man, I can get down on some cheese. I'm just into about, like, every kind of cheese that you can come across. Have you ever heard of whale cheese? It turns out, like, whale milk is, like, super fatty, and it makes the best damn cheese. Like, if I can get my hands on some whale milk... All right. All right. Good job. Calm down. Save that energy. <laughs> Randy, lash him to the cart. It's Nolan. We pulled out of the giant encampment and continued east as the sun was setting in the west and casting long blue shadows across the icy hills. Just before we crested the first hill away from the giants, we saw another adventurer come sprinting out of the woods towards the encampment. In a manic rage, he drew an axe and lunged for one of the giants. It's me! Almost instantly, the giant hefted back his huge club and swatted the adventurer who went flying west over the hills. <laughs> Holy shit. Jesus. What? He just killed that guy. Oh my god. No, 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 guys. Don't even worry about it. That that's that's just Master Killer 89. He does this every day. That, shit, it is. It's like 11:30. He went uh he went over to uh Gregor's house. You see if if Kronk aims just right and he always does, he'll knock you right onto the deck in the back of the house. It's great. I landed in the jacuzzi one time. It was pretty awesome. You know, just, Kronk has just got the best 
backswing. I, I think he thinks he's blasting anyone who does this into Kingdom Come, but it's really just over the horizon. Look, next time we come through here, I'll show you. We'll take turns. Go first. We looked nervously at each other as we continued on our quest. The mystery of the doors was taking us further and further into the icy north. Guys, check it out! Draugr Tomb! We had been underway for quite some time now, and it was nearly dark. The Dragonborn had stopped the cart at the entrance to an ancient tomb carved into the base of a cliff, which towered over the surrounding road. Guys, come on! Hop out! Dra why are we... Why are Draugr Tomb! Do you, do, you, do you know what a Draugr Tomb is? I have no idea what that is. I don't, why are we stopping? I, Guys, I Draugr Tomb! Well, uh, when you keep what, what, you keep saying that. What do you we don't what do you want to know what that means? Oh, what do I mean? Draugr Apparently, tomb is what I mean. a Draugr tomb was a great find out in the wild, as the Dragonborn put it, like a Seven Eleven. But the clerk stepped out for like three hundred years, and he was insistent that he go check it out, as well as us following him. He said it would be good practice for us, as we were just level ones, whatever that meant. As we entered, the Dragonborn drew his enormous two-handed ebony sword. I drew the only weapon I had, an old Deku nut I found at the bottom of my suitcase. I turned and gave quick hand signals to my co-host. I, I don't know what that means. And we made our way deep into the ancient Draugr tomb. The first Draugr we saw was by far the most terrifying thing we had ever seen. The dead Nord soldier's mummified corpse came to life and attacked us out of nowhere. Before long, though, it became clear that even these zombie hordes were no match for the Dragonborn. Pow! Nuts! And the nuts are dead. Double nuts! Oh ho ho! How's your sister? Just kidding, I don't care. With short chops and stabs, he quickly dispatched the entire room of zombies until the only thing left was the dangling candelabra hanging from the ceiling. Alright! Not bad, huh? Draugr tomb, man! The Dragonborn then knelt down by the crumbling remains of one Draugr and began sifting right. through the ashes. Arrows, dusty bow. Ooh! This is some nice gauntlets. Alright! Alright, guys, come on, Nick! Next room! Draugr tomb! Woo! Eventually, we got so comfortable with this side quest that even Norbert and I began knocking some Draugr heads. The Dragonborn let us each borrow a staff he had in his bag, and coached us through a few strikes. Alright. Right. Like that? Like, yeah, yeah. That's good. Alright, now smack him. Okay. Like this? Alright, now go under, and I'll lead that into mm -hmm. over. Oh! Whoa! And you break his okay. knees. Good. Now take him out to dinner. Ah, uh, yeah, here. Yeah. Alright, that nice. Mm -hmm. Now he picks up the tag. <laughs> Suck it, Draugr! There you go, you showed him! You showed him! After a while, we had nearly cleared out the entire tomb of Draugr zombies. The Dragonborn Eva's let us keep the loot that we found. So what did you find, man? Well, uh, so, so check this out. Um, yeah? Uh, th th this is my longsword. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Uh, it's, it's also that guy's over there, but I, I got this one. It's really good. How about you? 
Um, I just found a couple of books. I think they're skill books. Um, one of them I rifled through it real quick. It looks like a pickpocket book. It's called yeah. Thief. Cool. Uh, this one, it's two-handed, but it's called Words and Philosophy. I'm not... That doesn't sound like that should uh, give you that skill. Word. No, it makes, it makes sense when you get into the second one. There's Wait, there's more of these? Yeah. So many more. Are you kidding? The Words and Philosophy books is like... It's like a big deal here. Thief's okay. Finally, we arrived at a large circular door made out of three stone rings. Oh, God damn it. I freaking hate these things. He tossed his now bulging rucksack on the floor and began rooting through it, looking all the way to the bottom. Alright, now where the hell did I put those damn... 19... Frickin' claws, and I, I can't leave any of them behind, even though they would look real cool in my daughter's room. By now, only the black boots of the Dragonborn could be seen poking out of the top of the sack. Finally, he emerged with a jade claw. Is it this one? I mean, could it just been easier if I just... Alright, it's owl, bear, moth... Okay! The stone door rumbled and scraped as it slowly opened. Alright, it's open! We readied our weapons and began to charge. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on there, tough guys. That's a dragon priest in there. Like, like a, 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 a dragon priest. Classic Draugr tomb dragon priest. You, you think you're just gonna swat him down with your big sharp sword there? Okay, so so uh, how what we're gonna do? Let's uh, break out a bow and arrow. Yeah, and we'll snipe him down. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, uh, Draugr tomb. No, oh. no. Oh. Other other enemies, like like one tier lower than dragon priest. Great idea. Love the initiative. For this one, we're gonna let him handle it. The challenger is near. <laughs> The Dragonborn sat down and took a heavily armored boot off of his foot. He began shaking out loose pebbles from it onto the floor. So, where'd you guys say you were from? Um, uh, back east, uh, east, east Flo coast. Flor Florilina? East, yeah, around there. Yep, yeah. Oh, nice, I got a cousin in Queens. He, uh, he washes... Windows or, or some shit like that. I don't really know. I don't talk to him much. Mail doesn't go here to there too easy. Oh! I think he's done! The Dragonborn put his boot back on and we entered the massive anteroom. The huge Dremora in full Daedric armor stood over the vanquished dragon priest in the corner of the room. Quiet again! The Dragonborn paid him no mind as he crossed the room to the large dragon altar. At first, I expected him to take the gold and potions off of the tomb, or maybe even open it. However, he paid it no mind, and instead walked around behind to a curved wall where he stared intently for several seconds. We waited patiently, not knowing what to do. What is he doing? I... I don't... He's just been standing there for, like, a solid minute. He's not using any of the potions or anything. Do you think he can read that language there? Do you think he can read any language? Uh, good point. Okay. 
We can go now. The law offices of Better, Better, Better and Better. Has this ever happened to you? Oh no, me house. Most people never think about a dragon attack, but then it happens, and most insurance policies don't even cover it. The law offices of Better, Better, Better and Better. Hi, my name is Ben Better with the law offices of Better, Better, Better and Better. We have been proud to be serving people like you for over three generations. And with our new satellite office in Falkreath, we are now more capable of serving you, the people of Skyrim, people like Sven. Hello. Sven used to live in Rorikstead until a dragon burned down his house. It totally destroyed my wife's crop of juniper berries. But thanks to the law offices of Better, Better, Better and Better, I got the representation I needed. Now it is nothing but the bounty of Meridia and Kain's peace for me. The law offices of better, 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 and better. Now you might be asking yourself, wow, Ben Better, how do you know so much about dragon law? Wow, Ben Better, how do you know so much I'm about- glad you asked. At the law offices of better, 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 and better, we pride ourselves in being one of the most inclusive law firms in the entire multiverse. That's why we hired a dragon. You what? Wait, what? That's right. Her name is Renorexes, and she comes straight from the windy city of Chicago itself. Say hi, Renee. Uh, hi, hi Renee. Renee. Anyway, if dragons are on your mind, pick up the phone and call the law offices of Better, 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 and Better. The law offices of Better, 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 Uh, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us. If you're just tuning in, we were talking about our investigation into what happened to the dwarves and all of Vardenfell, but specifically Skyrim. Um, we we just got back in in our studio at the beginning of this session, and uh, have been putting this audio together kind of on the fly. So this this section is what we'll call you know a halfway point, and. Uh, you know, so much has happened. We we got to see different races. We got to talk to different people. We got to try a bunch of different food. And and I have a a sticking point with the the whole area of Skyrim. What's that? They are they you know they're not advertising their food properly. Hmm. Every time we would eat something, you know, I would I would feel something deep inside of myself that I didn't know I had. Like so, such as indigestion. Well, I mean, that's part of it, you know. I, that horker, I, that horker trunk, really. Oh man, yeah. I was down for a day. Yeah. Ooh. But the the mammoth cheese that mm. you like so oh much, gosh. man, you were like picking people up. You were you were moving boulders. You were like arm wrestling giants. It, it, was, it had some effects. It was the most invigorating cheese I've ever had. I, I must say. Yeah. Too bad we didn't but, bring anything back with us. Well, it was kind of hard with you eating it every chance you got. Well, I mean, you know, when in Rome. Yeah, well, yeah. But we would be we would start off on our adventure whenever we were going somewhere after we had broke camp and it seemed like every flower and bug and leaf and you know really anything that the dragonborn could get his hands on, he just he just put it in his mouth. He just ate it. Yeah. And it was really weird. He would 
like turn invisible or all of a sudden he would start shaking or he would go blind or and start coughing yeah yeah it, it was, was everything it was it was grass butterflies cotton uh fungus fish it, yeah. anything he could put in his mouth he did completely raw yeah i must say um you know in our last studio break i i tried it here um just with some like coffee grounds and uh bubble gum i found under the desk Mm. Gotta say, I don't think it has the same effect as things do in Skyrim, so I'm not quite sure what that comes from. But uh, you really gotta, you really gotta stop eating the bubble gum, man. That's people are writing in about that. Hey, man, it worked for us once when we were. Well, we'll we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, the the other problem that I have is apparently the Dragonborn specifically, but other parts of of culture in Skyrim have come into a new athletic style. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Watching the Dragonborn run, he he keeps his hands real close. Yeah, right up and he front. Ang- yeah, yeah, he angles his thumbs like directly under his nose so that he's he's kind of always looking at his hands. It was kind of like Tyrannosaurus Rex ish. Exactly. If the Tyrannosaurus I, could wear gloves, maybe that's what they're they're trying to emulate. You know, Tyrannosaurus potentially had enormous strides, so maybe they're thinking you keep your hands up a little taller. You get you get bigger strides with your legs. I I don't know. You were getting pretty good at following him, and I just I couldn't get that coordination down. Yeah. Well, I think you know between our our our, our training in the uh, Draugr tomb and some of the skill books we read, I think we both I think we both came a long way. Yeah, that's that's a good point. We really did not have a, a lot of what you would call applicable skills. No. Going into the Draugr tombs, and you know the first uh, the first week under the Dragonborn's tutelage, as martial and odd as it might have been, uh, yeah, you and I got pretty good. Yeah, could even cast a couple of spells. Yeah, Uh, you. I think you got a little better at the spells than I did. The only one I got really good at was the the spot on the wall spell, where you make the spot appear right like this. See it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Do you all. ever figure out what that does? That's all I got. Nope. I, I would have liked to, to practice with you a little bit more, but every time I, I read one of the books that taught me a spell, it seemed to just dis, disappear, we dissolve. We couldn't bring him back with us. It was weird. Yeah. It was yeah. really weird. So I, I I get the feeling, actually, you know, looking at my watch here, I, I, I know this this episode's got to be a two-parter. Yeah. Uh, there's, it, just, there's just too much to cover. If we had kept going in the same realm of reality that we were at the start of our investigation, I would say we could wrap this up and, and give them a conclusion. But, man, this all the stuff we're going to put in the second part is off the rails. Yeah, it does take quite a turn. I can't get over some of the things that happen. I can't get over some of the connections that we already knew in Skyrim people who were able to help us and yet kept some of the information from us mm. that would have been helpful yeah. knowing we were coming here. Maybe we just didn't ask the right questions. You know, it would help if one of us had, you know, a journalism degree, but that's besides the point. Hey, you know, what can you do? We're here to ask the questions. So this, um, you know, sitting in the studio really, really parches the throat. And do you, do you know what I like to... Crack open a tall bottle of after a long, hard day of recording in the studio? I don't know. Good job. What do you like drinking after a long, hard day in the studio? A nice, tall bottle of Hunting Brew Meadery. Oh. 
Hunting Brew Mead? That's so good. I want to thank Hunting Brew Meadery for sponsoring our show today. If you go to their website and put in the code after the plot, you can receive 10% off your next order of Hunting Brew Mead. So feel free to check out their website and you know try some of their some of their great products. I, I think I think I, I I ordered a case of Hunting Brew Mead to show up here at the studio uh, at some point. So possibly later on in the week that should arrive and we can break into that together. Yeah, that's that's www.huntingbrewmead/afterthepot for 10% off. Well, that's about all the time we have uh, today on After the Plot. Uh, we certainly have a great deal more of the story to tell, um, but I think it's going to have to wait for next month's episode. So make sure you tune in uh, next month. Um, you can find our show, just as you found this one, at finalplank.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, feel free to engage with us on Instagram at Final Plank or on our Facebook page, also at Final Plank. Uh, and uh, Ricky, let them know where our Twitter feed can be found. Uh, it's Nolan, and our Twitter is at Final Plank. Um, you can reach us there morning, day, night, or whatever time you feel like tweeting at us. But not dusk. Not dusk. That I will say, that's a bad time. Because we have that thing. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Bye-bye. After the Plot is produced by Brent and Nolan Lacey. Additional talent is provided by David Hallman. Brent Lacey edits the show. Theme music was composed by Jared Bookbinder. Sound effects are provided courtesy of freesound.org. Additional music today was provided by Kevin McLeod. The Skyrim theme and all associated music are registered by Bethesda Softworks. We make a special trip just for you. Same low price. After the Plot is a production of Final Blank Media. Alright. So, now, now we're eating again. Have you ever been to the Cloud District? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry.